We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Welcome, everyone, to another edition of the Irish Breakdown Podcast. Very excited to be here. It is Thursday, July 14th, and we are talking a a couple of different topics today, which is kind of exciting. We're going to touch on a little bit of breaking news, and then we're going to talk a little bit of Tyler Buckner and what he brings to the table. How can he be successful? And why why there's such this weird (laughs) gap in how some people view him, and we'll we'll, we'll dive on that as well. We're going to remind people why we were so excited about Tyler Buckner and why we are still excited about Tyler Buckner. So I'm excited to kind of get into this because I feel like with all the recruiting news and everything that's going on, people have forgotten there's a pretty darn quarterback already on campus at Notre Dame who's getting ready to, I think, turn some heads. So we're going to have some fun with that. A couple good quarterbacks. One. Well, granted. Yeah, one even better than the other. Right. Yeah. Right. Absolutely. So uh, excited to get get in touch with that. Uh, Remember, always, you can check out uh, premium information over on the boards. Make sure you sign up for all the good stuff, the intel. And let's make sure we keep it on the boards. I just want to throw that out yes. there because yes. that's a Do very not important. be that guy that goes and runs into right. other chats and right. other shows talking about stuff that we have talked about on our message board. If you have, if you, it's something we say in this show, it's fair game. Absolutely. If it's something I write in a story that's published, just published story on irishbreakdown.com, fair game. Absolutely. That's all free and out there information. The message board, and maybe some people don't understand, the message board is meant to be a private place for people who choose to be part of that subscription service and, and by the way if you want to be a part of the of, of the board it is one of the least expensive for the biggest gain that you will ever get and that is me speaking mm-hmm. as a fan not as an employee of irish breakdown i'm telling you right now you get the biggest bang for your buck being a member of the board so the Thanks, information Vince. well i mean look i, I know right. i'm not getting a kickback on that no, comment, your christmas but... bonus is gonna be good this year. <laughs> but i'm just saying the information is like I read it for information. Okay. So I'm just telling you, it is really, really good information and it is cheaper than any streaming service that you could sign up for. It's cheaper than a lot of, it, it basically costs one Starbucks drink a month to be a part of all that information. So I say jump in if you haven't already, it is worth your time, everybody. So with that said, as they say, when people are 
uh, committing places. With all that said, let's jump into our topic today. There was a piece of information that uh, was tweeted out today uh, about the Notre Dame roster. Brian, I will let you take it from there about we do have an injury that is going to be a season-long injury. And that is that is yeah. uh, disappointing, but we, yeah. we must talk. We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. At Evernorth Health Services, we believe costs shouldn't get in the way of life-changing care. And we're doing everything in our power to make it possible. Behavioral health solutions that also keep your projections at their best? It's possible. Pharmacy benefits that benefit your bottom line? It's possible. Complex specialty care that cares about your ROI? It's possible. Because we're already doing it. All while saving businesses billions. That's wonder made possible. Learn more at evernorth.com wonder. It's funny. I actually got a a a poster on the message board. Hit me up with a private message uh, two days ago and told me, "Hey, I'm hearing that Mitchell Evans is you know is injured and all that." And I said, well, "I appreciate the heads up." And so we kind of got wind of it. And of course, Notre Dame released it today that Mitchell Evans was going to be out for the foreseeable foreseeable future because uh, he broke his fifth metatarsal. I think is what it was they said in the in the injury events. Wow. So I don't know if that's the big toe or the pinky toe. Uh, it's it's on one of the ends. Yeah, one of them, I believe. I would imagine I'm, it's the pinky side. I'm but... not a doctor, nor right. did I stay in a Holiday Inn last night, so I couldn't. <laughs> uh, you know, specific to the injury, I don't know. They did say that he should be back by the end of the year, so that's obviously encouraging. I just hope it's not one of those situations that um, that is. Google is amazing. Well, so. the thing I'm gonna say is, is I'm I'm I'm, I'm kind of past that now. Like whatever, it is what it is. Yeah, but. It, you know, Kevin Austin injured his foot, if you remember, around the same time, like June, July. And then they tried to rush him back, and he broke it again. And Mitchell Evans has like 40 pounds on Kevin Austin. So they, so hopefully they're able to be careful and, and get a situation where he re-breaks, and then he's hindered for the spring. So uh, it, it, when, you, when you look at this situation, Vince, and Vince just said it is the long bone on the outside of the foot that connects to the small so, so basically be, you're cutting it it, it affects yeah. when you're cutting and right. moving laterally exactly. that right. is going to be a ma- it's going to have massive effect on right. that particular bone so but it is the pinky why, toe yeah it's the that side toe. yeah it's the outside yeah 
so Vince, we uh, he he's going to be out for several months, and uh, this shakes up the tight end depth chart. And and I know a lot of people say, well, I'm not worried about tight end depth chart. And you know, I am. Uh, and and just let me explain because I do think this has an impact. Number one is, sure. I think Mitchell Evans is a good football player, much better than I thought he was going to be. I mean, I think I think he was my lowest ranked player in the 2022 21 class. And you know, he had some upside and some tools to work with and all that, but he was a kid that played quarterback as a senior in high school. Right. Right. Good and he point. was a big, tall, long kid. I thought, you know, maybe he'll help him out. And I thought he had a shot down the road to help. And much like Joe Alden, that's also partly what that 2021 class was so good is some of the guys that I thought were projects were like ready to play right away. And and Mitchell Evans, obviously, some injuries stepped in and allowed him to get more playing time in the fall. But he started impressing last spring, Vince. If you remember, he was a guy that kind of stood out in some of the some of the practices that we heard about, he had uh, two impressive catches in the blue gold game. He caught a fourth down uh, pass from Drew Pine, if you remember, a diving fourth. I think I thought that was him that caught that fourth down diving pass. Also caught a corner route from Tyler Buckner in that game. Really impressed with his athleticism. And, and of course, came out and earned playing time this year, even before a lot of the injuries sank in. So, you know, I, I think that, yes, tight end depth is good. But now, but anytime you lose a guy, it's like, okay, now you're like, okay, I'm you know, running back depth chart. They're fine when Logan Diggs got hurt, but then Jadarian Price got hurt. And now, you know what I mean? So like, you've got to be careful that you don't, the first one starts. And then now all of a sudden you're in a different pit situation because the other thing to consider is Kevin Bauman has struggled to stay healthy in his career. Right. Eli Raritan and came uh, Barong are both coming off of, of knee injuries that right. required surgery to replace. So, Assuming everyone else is healthy, right? Notre Dame's tight end depth chart will be fine, but you know there's guys coming back from injury that is a question mark, and and I don't think just because, like, look, I I I felt I was I'm guilty of this. I did not have Mitchell Evans ranked very high coming out of high school. I didn't sure. understand honestly why Notre Dame signed him. To be completely honest with you, I didn't understand why they signed him, and he's been better than I expected. He's been a good football player, and and earlier much earlier than i expected so anytime you lose a kid that was expected to be a part of your rotation that is a loss even if you have other guys that are there because what you want to have happen is for a guy like eli raridan or holden stace or kane barong to pass up mitchell levens because they beat him out correct not because he got hurt and that's the situation. So, and even if they beat him out, I'd still want a healthy Mitchell Evans as part of my football team. He's six five. He's two fifty. He's filled out. He looked a lot different this spring than sure. he did last fall. Still has a lot of room to build onto that body. And fortunately, you know the timing of it stinks where it could cost him this season. But it's still early in his career, and he's still evolving and those type of things. So it's unfortunate for Mitchell Evans, Vince. But I'm just not so quite so ready to just completely dismiss this as no big deal when you consider and we'll talk about what's there but it's I just can't quickly dismiss it when it's so you know when there are the other question marks about Bauman and Raritan and 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 uh Kane Barong with their own injuries right last year and that's that's the biggest thing for me is you've got guys coming off of injuries now we anticipate that they're going to be healthy once the season starts but that doesn't mean they won't re-injure or injure something else or whatever. It's still a question mark. And when you're talking about all these guys that are coming off of injury, if you if you exclude the walk-ons, right? Because there's nine guys listed at tight end on the roster, okay? Four of those guys are walk-ons, okay? So if I'm not mistaken, is Selna have, a walk-on? They have, they have six scholarship tight ends. Mayer, oh. Bauman, Barong. Okay. Evans, Stace, and Raritan. 
Stace. Yeah, I'm sorry. I, so, I yep, 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 yep. I accidentally lumped. So him does in. that give them? So there's 10 three. Or there's three okay. walk-ons. There's three walk-ons. So that's that's my fault. Vince has already yanked Holden Stace's scholarship. <laughs> that was an accident. Was, I was scribbling over here quickly, and uh, that was an accident. <laughs> but my point still stands that of the five guys that you anticipate are going to be healthy going into the season, what is it? Three guys are coming off injury. Right. Does that sound right? So right, yeah, because Raritan hurt his knee and then needed surgery in December. He hurt his knee in December. Right. Uh Kane Barong hurt himself in late October. Right. Uh so he hurt his knee in late October. That required surgery. And Kevin Bauman's Kevin not Bauman. coming off of an injury. So we were told he tore he hurt his knee, hurt his meniscus in the right. spring game. Because remember, he got injured in the spring right. game. Ended up not being that serious, and he's fine, good. he's good to go. But it's just indicative of the fact that he's a kid that struggled to stay healthy. Right throughout his career, absolutely, yes. So that's that's kind of so, been the issue. Yeah. You're looking at Holden Stays and Michael Mayer that have not been injured yet in their college career, right. and Holden Stays is obviously. Oh, Michael Mayer missed a game last year. Well, oh, that's right. I forgot about that. Yeah, so he got hurt against Cincinnati, played through it, but then missed the Virginia. T- he tried, but he he went through warmups, but it was obvious, like right. halfway through warmups, he wasn't going to play. So, I mean, you're you're looking at a depth chart that has been compromised by injuries in the past. It's not like we're making them up and we're hoping that they don't get injured. These guys have all had injuries and that it's concerning. I mean, I'm not I'm not worried, but it's still a concern that you have to talk about it. Look, if all five got five of those guys are healthy, then beautiful and then then they're great. But but the thing is, like, to, to your point, Vince, it's like if nothing else happens, they're good. Yes. Right. But they're even better with those five guys healthy and a healthy Mitchell Evans. And that's the thing that often gets gets lost because, you know, Mitchell is going to do, I think, as he's evolved as a blocker and gotten bigger and filled sure, out. Sure. You know, he adds an element that, you know, you're not going to ask Kane Barong to necessarily do what you you were going to ask Mitchell Evans right. to do. Right. You're probably not going to ask Eli Raritan to do the things you're going to ask Mitchell Evans to do. And I think that's the part we're not talking about enough. Right. Exactly. Is, you know, Mitchell Evans is the second biggest tight end on the roster from a weight standpoint. Right. You know, Kevin Bauman's a guy that's you know a, a solid blocker, but he's not it's not he's not Brock Wright. Like Kevin right. Bauman may look like Brock Wright, but he's not Brock Wright. He's not that kind of blocker yet. He's got to prove himself. So you know what Mitchell Evans brought you was a big bodied kid that was yep. that was getting stronger and, and and could play as more of an inline attached guy. And I don't know that the other tight ends necessarily bring that to the table right now. So it's not just as easy saying, oh, plug in another tight end, because not all the other tight ends bring the same skill set to the table right. or would play the same role. It's kind of like if if Jadarian Price and Logan Diggs were still healthy, and let's say Audric Estime got hurt. It'd be easy to say, hey, no big deal. They got these guys and these guys. But who else does what Audric Estime right. does? Exactly. And that's the thing to look at is like, yes, they have a lot of other tight ends. But who are the tight ends that are going to fill the specific, you know, number two blocking tight end role that Mitchell Evans was going to bring to the table? I think that's a much more legitimate question, Vince, that requires a bit more than just, oh, they've, they, they're fine. Right. So what are the options? Right. One is try to fit somebody else into that role. Right. That's an option. Uh, and that would be, you know, Kevin Bauman, I think potentially. Yeah. And, 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 and Kane Barong, I, I'm curious how he's going to do as a blocker this year because he had great blocking film in high school, mm-hmm. but he was 220 pounds. Right. And he's only up to 235 on the well, roster. He, he's up to over 240 in okay. real life on okay. the roster. You are 100% correct. But just, right. 
Uh, he's he's last I was told it was like two forty two or something good. like that. Now let's see That's if you can keep that on during yeah. fall camp, right? right? I mean, right. since you you and I both oh, know yeah. <laughs> your weight of what you were the day you started fall camp is was never the same as what no. your weight was when fall especially camp. Especially if especially if we get one of those August heat waves, you know what I mean? That are almost inevitable. Like you sweat that weight right off, man, and it is so hard to keep it off. I mean, keep it on. Excuse me. Yeah. Yeah, it's, it's funny how when you're young, it's impossible to keep weight on. Now it's impossible to take it off. Yeah, well, cruel joke by God. Preach into the choir on yeah, that one, brother. Very cruel joke. Yes, we're, we're trying to walk it, literally walk it <laughs> off in the mornings now. Um, but anyway, uh, so I think, you know, can Kane Barong, if he is over 240, if he can hold that weight, you know, he's a very strong kid. Perhaps Kane could fill that role. But again, 240 is, is still not huge for a tight end. Sure. But he is a strong kid. I actually was told that um, I have a, a a source that actually sent me some of the the summer workout numbers, and Kane Brong actually put up two twenty five the same amount of times as Michael Mayer. Okay, so he's a strong kid. But again, there, there's weight room strength and then there's football strength. And Absolutely. again, we're talking about a kid that just now got cleared off of the knee injury he suffered right. in October. Right. So I think Bauman potentially could be that guy, and I think Barong, even though he doesn't necessarily, ha- he's not the same kind of guy as Mitchell Evans. He's a different kind of kid. I wonder, could you utilize him in a way that allows him to serve as a blocker at times? Sure. I'm very curious about that. So it, that to me is the guy that the that, that has the most, I don't want to say, I don't want to say opportunity because I hate looking at another player's injury and using it to make it sound like, oh, this is a great for opportunity yeah. for so-and-so because it's, but it, it, it the, the reality is there the opportunity is now there because of the injury. And well, that's and, just the reality of football. And there's still and, the next man up mentality. I mean, right. that's, that still exists and it has to right. exist no matter what. I mean, you coach football, that mentality has to exist. I mean, if, if it yeah. doesn't, you're in trouble, right? right? Because injuries happen. It is, it's football, it's contact sport, right? And you have to anticipate injuries. So I, it is an opportunity. I mean, we don't want to frame it as that because of an injury, but it is an opportunity right. for so, one of these so guys to step up. That, I just want to be clear. When we talk about it's an opportunity, it's not like a yay opportunity for right. Kane Barong, but the right. reality is, is there is an opening there, and Kane Barong is a guy that is now going to get more reps and more of an opportunity, in my opinion, to fill that specific niche role where, as before, he was not only battling there, but he was right. also battling with Eli Raritan and Kevin Bauman for a pass catcher role as well. So that's going to be part of this as to what – yeah, I, I'm interested. So we all remember Tommy Tremble's role. He's kind of that H-back coming yeah. across the formation, kicking out the end, a lot of that, sometimes leading up through the hole, depending on the play call, right? This year, they've got guys listed as a fullback. So I'm wondering if they're still going to use the tight end in that role, or are they going to use a fullback in that yeah. role you know what i mean like i think there, yeah are there less question. opportunities for the tight ends or, or do they need that skill set or have they kind of shifted that to kind of the fullback but now the fullbacks are all walk-ons too yeah. so i mean that is understood right. so i don't know i'm just throwing it out there with kiss it cans free shoes motion sounds something like this Kizik helps you experience the magic of motion. With over 200 patents and easy on, easy off technology, you'll never have to touch your shoes again. There are hundreds of styles and colors, plus a squish like nothing you've ever felt. For a limited time, get a free pair of socks with your first order at kizik.com slash socks. Another day is here and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. 
Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. I, I think that there's a potential for that role to be filled by a Kane Barong. Right. Uh, to be filled by a Kevin Bauman, potentially. And then Holden Stace also, potentially part of that okay. conversation as well. So, you know, but again, that role was kind of created for Tommy Trumbull. Fair it's enough. not necessarily a role that they like. They didn't have that role this year that they want to fill right? in the offense. The right, it's, to be successful. it's yeah, right. And and I so I think I think the fullback is kind of to do that role. I think they use Tommy Trumbull to do that because of the fact that he was so good at it. And okay. like, like I said, we gotcha. did not see that role replicated last year. I think, and that's partly why the fullback was created. Now, again, in in spring they needed that because. You know, Barong was out. They didn't have Stace and Raritan. So, you know, you, you kind of needed to invent that role a little bit with right. the fullback position. And, you know, Davis Sherwood's a – I mean, this is the thing. We, we talk about walk-on, but I, I, as I've said this before, I coach at the FCS level. I coach at a, at a 1AA school that plays some D1 teams. We didn't the year I was there. We played in Ivy and place like that, but we didn't play – like they're like uh, Duquesne is traveling out to see Hawaii. They've played TCU in recent years. Right. And, and I'm just telling you, like some of the kids that are walk ons in their name would have been like top of the board recruits. Prize recruits. Absolutely. Yeah. Like yeah. Connor Radigan, I would have been like, yeah, please let me get Connor Radigan. You Absolutely. know what I mean? Like, please yeah. let me get Matt Salerno. Those cats right. could, could be role players for us early and then eventually grow sure. into a Justin Fisher to, from Mishawaka. Yeah, like yeah. that kid's an athlete, you know? Yeah. And, absolutely. And, and definitely at the Division three level, they'd have been right. stars. Yeah. Right. You know, like I, I had two receivers that spent time in the NFL at Duquesne. Connor Radigan could, would have been in my rotation. Right. I mean, no question. He'd have been in my rotation. And then when they left, potentially stepped into a starting role at the division three level, he's an all American. Right. Right. And that that's the thing people have to understand. The, David Sherwood's a similar example. If David Sherwood wanted to be a starter, he could have gone to the FCS level or something like that and been a good football player. So these aren't like like they're not bums. Know, these aren't like <laughs> yeah. rich kids who suck at football whose parents right. bought their way onto the to the the, the the football team you know right. what i mean like no, these absolutely. are kids that can these are kids that can play yeah uh to to a, some degree so i think that's why that role exists but i still think you ideally want to have the more talented player on the field if possible if it's a a base offense role it's one thing if it's third and one sure but if this is going to be sort of like a base offense like it was used with tommy tremble in 2020 you'd like to have a bigger stronger faster more athletic player there if you can and and so I think, but I think that's where Kane, another area where Kane Barong is ideally suited for that role. Yeah. The question is, is can he also then maybe take off, take on some of the number two blocking tight end role, or will it be Kevin Bauman? I think those are the questions because I don't see Eli Raritan at this stage of his career or Holden Stace at this stage of their career as true freshmen, as eighteen year olds. Are they going to have the? They're not. They're not stepping on the campus the, with the same body that Michael mayor steps foot sure, on campus sure they're different type of athletes michael mayor showed up as a freshman as a grown man ready to play big time that's football. a fact yeah it, it, it's he's he's the anomaly right right it's kind of like holding freshmen to the standard of trevor lawrence like oh guys just aren't don't show up like that all the time they're right. unique and that's what make is made my, michael mayor unique and why he has shattered you know he shattered freshman tight end records now last year he shattered individual seat because he is a unique 
player. He's a unicorn. So yeah. the other thing too, Vince, is I think this almost puts in a situation where one of the freshmen is going to have to play. Okay. Here's the good news. So Eli Raritan is running and moving around. And from what I've been told, the things he is doing, and I don't know yet to the extent in which he's allowed to do things, but he has been one player that has been constantly mentioned by others to me when talking about okay. who is looking good this summer. You know, and, and I don't do a lot of that early on because I kind of like to let the whole spring play out and the whole summer play out before I get intel. I hate because you always have that guy that looks great the first week. And then, you know, he fades. So I like waiting until later. Oh, yeah. But but that is a guy that um, Eli Rear and his people said, boy, that guy's different. You know, well, he was different. He was different before he got injured. Right. Yeah. I mean, he, he was the kid that was throwing down dunks and was right. going coast to coast in basketball games. And like that kid, kid's an athlete. Right. And I was super excited. I'm still super excited about him. But coming off of that injury, it's a, look, it's a major injury. Right. And so he's been on the shelf for a while. It's going to take a little bit of time to to work his way back. But with the athleticism that I saw on film of him, I see him coming back and I'm happy to hear that he's moving around, he's doing things. And then hopefully for, you know, they're going to start camping, what, like three weeks? So he's got three weeks to kind of get himself together. And then they kind of ease into two days anyway into fall camp. So he's going to have opportunities to get himself where he needs to be. So by the time the season starts, I think he'll, at least be an option for them, and what a great option if he's one hundred percent. Yeah, and I, I think that that you know you mentioned he was unique before. The fact that he is looking that way again now is kind of the yeah. encouraging thing for me. Uh, that it looks like the explosiveness is back and That's those type great. of things. That's really good to hear. Yeah, yeah. You worry about that kind of right. thing, you know, especially how late his knee injury was. Yeah, absolutely. And same thing with like Kane Barong. You know, he's a guy that that came back. And, you know, kind of came back. He, he got hurt late. He's going to be back. But, you know, how healthy is he going to be? Sure. How full strength? What's his conditioning going to be? All those type of things are, are things. And, and Ryan Anders says, will the four tight end set make an appearance again in 2022? I'm going to predict no. Okay. Because I think what we'll see is a three tight end set with a fullback is what I think we'll see. Uh, you know, and, and there's there's three kids that are on the roster as fullbacks, right, Vince? I believe. Yes, yes that's correct. Uh, and I think th- I'm trying to remember the other kid's name. Somebody mentioned his name in the chat. Uh, I've got him. Know. It's it's Justin Fisher, the incoming freshman from Mishawaka. It's well, David. You said is a good football player. He's a very good football player. Uh, yeah. Davis Shearwood yeah. uh, is listed, and then uh, Barrett Liebertritt. Yeah. So those so, are the three guys, and then the other two are are true sophomores. Okay. So they're young guys actually as well, which is interesting. Right. And then I think there's some tight ends that maybe could fill that role as well. So we would have to look at those. Yeah, somebody. But, uh, yeah, somebody in the uh, chat met, mentioned Andrew Yanishak. He he's a sophomore as well. He's listed as a tight end with a thirty number. So I mean, he can right. easily transition to being a fullback. Right, and he's as listed well. at six two two thirty three. So that's much right. more fullback size than yes. it is tight end size. Uh, and he's he's the the smallest tight right. end on the roster right now. Right. So yes, he could very easily make that transition. Yeah. All right, Vince. So I think that's going to do it for the tight end conversation. Uh, okay. You know, obviously there's a lot of options there, a lot of talent, but it's not just easy. It's not just plug and play because I don't know who that next guy is that fits the same role that Mitchell Evans is going to play. That's what you love about college football, right? So it's either you evolve your offense to where you don't need that yep. role as much. Somebody else steps into that role and, 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 and takes it over and says, hey, you know, next man and all that. But I, I do think Notre Dame is going to have plenty of options at tight end. It just may not look like it would have looked if Mitchell Evans was going to be healthy. But anytime right. you lose a good football player from your roster, I don't care what your depth chart looks like, 
it is a loss. Yes, it is a loss. And Mitchell Evans was a kid that that I had somebody at Notre Dame Vince tell me that he thinks he's a day two draft pick. Mm. It will wow. not now, but like well, right he but by the time he gets and, out, yeah, right. Wow, like, could could be could be a day two draft pick. Good, that's great. You know, so like basically, you're telling me he's Tommy. He's a Tommy Tremble. I still believe Brock Wright would have been drafted higher if Brock would have not had to sit behind if he had to play more he got to two, play more. a couple second round picks you know himself. i mean he was a he was either the starter or the second tight end his rookie year is his rookie year in the his nfl year, yeah i mean he started several games yeah, yeah as an undrafted so, free agent just saying i mean he's he, only undrafted because he sat behind cole Kermit, right tommy tremble and isles a mac his whole career right he was a so, tight end you and we're all difficult. drafted yeah right, right exactly and he's right. starting in the nfl so right. there you go speak so vince depth. We're going to move on to quarterback. Before we do, remember, folks, hit that like button, hit that subscribe button, hit the notification bell, and share this podcast, definitely. Uh, So that's going to do it for the tight end. Next, we are going to talk about quarterback. Everyone is talking about magnesium. It's all you hear about. But why? What do we know about magnesium? Well, magnesium is the number one mineral that 75% of Americans are deficient in. If you are a woman over 35, magnesium will help you rediscover balance, energy, and vitality. Magnesium supports more than 300 enzymatic reactions in your body, including those involved in hormonal balance. From functional medicine doctors to mental well-being and female hormone experts, we all know that magnesium is the one mineral to improve all aspects of well-being and health. But which one? Magnesium Breakthrough from Bioptimizers. The trusted choice recommended by leading experts with seven best-absorbed forms of magnesium to ensure your body receives the support it needs for overall well-being. Go to bioptimizers.com slash balance today and use code BALANCE10 for 10% off. Support your journey to wellness at B-I-O-P-T-I-M-I-Z-E-R-S dot com forward slash balance. Magnesium Breakthrough from Bioptimizers, your foundation to optimal health and vitality.